Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. Here at the NWCA convention with Bruton Parker College women's coach Arellis Fias, Florida native, at the convention. First off, you've only been on the job for a couple of months now, as as you were hired in April. What has your response and reaction been to this NWCA convention process? This has been a very useful convention. I've been learning a lot, especially being brand new head coach. It's a lot more responsibility than being assistant or volunteer coach. So I've actually been learning a lot, especially getting with um coaches that's huge especially talking to coaches getting their advice picking their brains it's been so helpful especially talking to you guys picking your brains because you've seen everybody you know everything it's just it's been very good especially for this coming season it's going to be really helpful with the growth of women's wrestling the way it is i mean you came through the system and you look around and now you're you're coaching a system that you came through what's it like for you as a women's wrestler to be like there we're now in leadership positions we're now in charge of coaching Girls that we were like, not just five, six years ago. I think since I'm closer to the generation, I'm able to relate to them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying, you know, coach, you know, I have coaches that are girls like a couple years older than me. But I'm saying I might have like a little benefit because I'm the same kind of group where they are. So I kind of understand it, if that yeah. makes sense. When you look around and, and as, as, as a woman's wrestler, I guess the question I have is, is what wrestlers were you looking up to in high school and in college that you actually had a chance to like run into or coaches here? They're like, wow, I am now meeting that person. Well, actually, in high school, I didn't really know much about wrestling. I was on an all-guys team, so I didn't really. And with no college wrestling in Florida at that time. Yeah, I didn't even think about You could talk to my high school coach. He'll tell you I didn't even think about wrestling in college. I didn't even, didn't even knew about it until senior year. He tells me, hey, why don't you go to college? I'm like, what are you talking about? So I say in high school. I didn't know much. Like, about USA Wrestling, I didn't know much about it until I got into college. I started getting details about it. Now I'm meeting all these coaches, like, from Ohio State, all these big-name schools. I'm like, okay, wow, I read about you, and I'm meeting you. I'm getting to learn stuff about you. It's it's amazing. What's the coolest story that you, you will take away so far? Like, I had lunch with so-and-so. Anything cool like that? You're like, yeah, when you go home, you're like, hey, you would not believe what just happened. Oh, that's a hard one because I met a bunch of people, so I'm kind of like, you're like a deer in headlights right now? like Yeah, because there's like so many people. How many people have you seen you know, like, these big-time coaches from Division One? you see on TV? Like I meet them, 
And then all these other coaches like Jackie Davis, Jesse, like you read so much about them, actually meet and talk with them. It's, that's a hard question because it's huge. Yeah, there's still, you're still a lot of process. Now, moving to uh, Bruton Parker, the situation, there's a lot of stuff you're being thrust into. You've got a takeover program now. What are your main goals for, for Bruton Parker wrestling and, and women's wrestling as a whole? For Broom Parker, I'm pretty much just rebuilding program. Start from the bottom to the top. That's what I'm doing. I want my girls to come in. My main goal is get them to come to college. That's all I care about. You come to college, of course. I want you to wrestle. But main thing, I want you to have a degree. That's all I really care about. You have a degree. You go to school. Wrestling's going to play out at the end. Like You do your time. Like You do your work. As my main focus, especially me being an athlete, I knew the struggle of it. And if I didn't have a college degree right now, I wouldn't have even this job. And for women's wrestling, it's just growing consistently. It's growing so much. I remember from being in high school to now, I'm just like, oh, this is not the same. Uh, you're, you're from Florida, and there's a, a, a demographic, you know, a large Latin American population that are getting into the sport too. And that's also a demographic that are seeing a lot of its kids go to college, first-generation college students. How much is that really impacting you think women's wrestling being such a big draw at some of these schools now we got kids going to college for the first time so it's not, not they don't necessarily have to go to the university of georgia they they, they can go to Bruton park it's the same thing to them yeah i'm sure i know a bunch of the girls i've been recruiting talking to that their first generation coming in honestly just to me it's great just preaching the degrees yeah key. preaching is a degree for sure and just like being the first in your family like i'm the first in my family i have three i have an older brother and sister i'm the first one with the bachelors, but I get my master's in three weeks. That's what I kind of want to give these kids to, especially Hispanic culture. Like I'm, I come from Cuba. My parents came here with nothing. We came here, nothing, nothing. And look at them now; they bust their butt for us to have a good life. And I'm doing like what they wanted me to do. So I want these kids same thing. Like I know I have a couple girls on my team, like a national Puerto team member. She's coming to, from Puerto Rico to the states to get a degree. Her mom told me I want her to have a degree. I want her to be successful. And so I just want to give these girls, and these, especially, you know, Hispanic, non-Hispanic, I want to give them the opportunity. Just Like, they need that push from somebody that's like, you should get that. You, you bring up the Puerto Rico thing, and there was, there was one, of the, one of the wrestlers who won Fargo this year is displaced by the hurricane and ended up re- representing Florida and winning, and there's been wrestlers in the WCWA that are from Puerto Rico. How much of, of, of that are you going to tap into in terms of your, your whole bilingual thing? Because, you know, you were saw, talking when we met the other day that you know, English isn't your first language. How much can you, like, tap into that and be like, yeah, I speak Spanish. I got this. It's, hey, I got, already got Gina Marie. So <laughs> <laughs> I got the, it's been helping a lot, especially it works like, you know, of course I'm talking Spanish because my style, I am coaching in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I told my girls that I like talking Spanish. Also, if I talk Spanish, coach don't understand me. <laughs> and, I kinda, and also good for the girls because they kind of learn different language. Like my girls. like So your, your, your way of tutoring your girls in Spanish is, is coaching them in Spanish. That's basic, awesome. They, they did need to learn um, some Pacific words, and they're good. But it works out because, you know, I have a girl from Puerto Rico. She needs to talk English. She needs to talk Spanish. So it kind of works out all in favor. She, you know, the girls need help in Spanish. She can say it. The girls need to talk English. It kind of works out, but I do want to incorporate the Spanish. That's, in. <laughs> that, that's a unique coaching strategy. What's also uh, uh, interesting, I've always thought if I knew Russian, I would know when I go to the World Championships, like, I know what they're saying. I know what they're saying. See, exactly. That's why Spanish is going to incorporate my coaching. And my girls, especially I have returners, I told them, um, your coaching Spanish just said, we like that, Coach. We're okay with that. And especially I have a girl from Florida that doesn't know nothing about Spanish. She's like, 
okay. I'm like, well, good thing I'm taking Spanish this fall. I'm like, that works. Yeah. Yo hablo tres años en la escuela. That's what I got. Did I say that right? I said I speak three years of high school. Yeah, you got Something it. like that. And I, I know some things that if I say in Hialeah would probably get me, get me uh, taken out pretty quickly. So, yeah, I won't bring those up on the show. But when, when it comes to coaching goals, I mean, when did it become a realization to you that you want to be a wrestling coach? Funny part is, I was actually talking to my old teammate about this. If you told me a year ago that I was going to be a head college coach, I always said you were lying. It's just like, I love wrestling. I always want to be part of the sport regardless. But I never thought I was going to have the coaching position I'm going to be. Because I always volunteer. I jump around. That was just my style. It just kind of let everything, everything just kind of play out for itself. Mm-hmm. Like, parents, I don't like planning my future. You know, things happen. I want to be an athletic trainer. That didn't happen. And somehow, athletic training went to coaching. And I'm like, okay, this is, it was pretty much, like I say, the cards played out. It was meant to be. So, like, I'm just grateful I actually got this position. Like, okay, well, this is my passion. And looking at the position that you got, and now the Leadership Academy and the convention itself is geared for coaches like you. How much do you think you'd be behind the eight ball if you didn't come here going into your first season? It would have been a struggle. <laughs> so, and there's things you've you've learned here in the last three four days that you're 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 incorporating now. Like you you have started already to incorporate these in, in your program. Yeah. If I didn't come here, I would have struggled a lot. I would have struggled. I'm happy I came here in that last year or a year later. I'm happy I actually did come like right before season started to incorporate all this, especially learning and coming again next year, and the year after. I'm always going to keep learning and learning and growing. What's your relationship like with the men's program there? Um, it's good. We're doing pretty good. I mean, the men's coach would get along. The athletes are good. Bring, you know, hopefully, we build the program together. Yeah, a couple, a couple, couple guys that have crossed paths with in the years are down there. I think Andrew Clement's going to make an appearance. Uh, that guy was a hammer in high school in Virginia, so uh, <laughs> serve notice when he gets in that lineup to look out. But as far as women's wrestling, there's so many dynamics to it with the, the NAIA officially announcing it as an invitational sport. The Division Two, the NCAA schools, still kind of in limbo. The WCWA, what it is. How do you try to process, you know, a lot of the, it's not necessarily politics, but the politics of women's wrestling right now. And, you know, we're on the NAI, so we've got a championship. Now there's another championship that, you know, there's a lot of questions about WCWA and the NAI and NCAA right now. Yeah, it was a little confusing because this just happened in April when this, you know, I'm happy. We actually are an official, Bobby official national championship because we actually are growing. Right now, it's just it's a little confusing with the whole WCWA, but I'm just happy that at least WCWA, the least that's for like Division Two, Division One, at least they still have a national. So, a couple years down the line, they're gonna have, WCWA will be gone, and we'll actually have four or five division, four divisions. Sorry. <laughs> when you go through these sessions and such, whether it's the Leadership Academy or the Connection, what 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 was your favorite session that you've attended so far? Or a keynote speaker, perhaps. We just had Andy Barth. We've had Austin Shanfelter. We've had uh, Joe Savino. I mean, a lot of stuff to take in. What have you liked the most so far? There's a lot of good ones, too. <laughs> um, the one I actually got my attention on was the mindset. Mm-hmm. That one actually. Said, I just had them on earlier there. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, like, and it's true. It literally is all mental. Like, you're like, kind of like. Like when coaches say cutting weight is all mental, and it's true. The literally is all mental. So I think that was really huge. I think I really tapped into learn a lot. I talked to them after the convention, well, after the the class, and I learned a lot. And, they, and it did start uh, mentally messing with my mind a little bit. I'm like, 
You guys got me, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've come a long way too. It's been cool to see. So, as we wrap up, any final thoughts about uh, you know putting Bruton Parker co- women's college wrestling on the map and, and you know goals, expectations, that type of thing. Well, for sure, you say you know I'm starting from the bottom. Eventually, I'll grow my way up. Say I'm happy. You know, I'm starting fresh with a whole new set of girls. For goals, I pretty much I'm gonna let everything play out. Everything's meant to me. You know, my girls do my you know do their job. I do my job. Everything will play out. As it's supposed to be. Es un gran día para lucha libre. Did I say that right? I'm saying it's a great day for wrestling. Close? Yes. How, how would I say it properly? <laughs> uh, yeah, this isn't language <laughs> lessons. So anyway, Aurelis, thank you very much. I'm, I'm very interested to see how you guys do, or girls do throughout. The, oh, excuse me, women do. You know, you got to get the, the, the categorizations right. So, uh, we'll keep an eye on your program, and best of luck to you. Thanks for coming Thank you. On. Thank you for having me. The Short Time Wrestling Podcast is proudly outfitted by Compound Clothing. Shirts, singlets, custom gear orders, everything you need. Call up Cliff and the crew at cmpteamwear.com. First time listening? Well, you can change that by going to matttalkonline.com slash get short time to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or listen on your favorite podcatcher at matttalkonline.com slash listen. This show is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.